the union sues over the approval of a 1,000-unit Silicon Valley housing project. Californians are now paying a higher gas tax, but cities are cutting lanes for cars. And California Democrats endorse 14 policy goals ahead of 2020. That's what's coming up in this week's episode of California Streaming. This is the California Streaming Podcast with your hosts, Bobby, Jonathan, and Louie. We're three conservative California natives putting ridiculous state and local politics on blast. So hop on our magic bullet train to nowhere and let's talk some California politics. Ladies and gentlemen, Robert Mercado is still with us today. He has avoided the rage. You said so my far. name out loud. I'm sorry. Alexa's listening right now. I'm sorry. Quiet your mouth. I'm sorry. Shh. Okay. We, we, we got a little stay right now. I mean, the Trumpster put like a two-week. It's true. Thing with but, them, but you're still you're making preparations, probably. But he's back. He's with us. All I gotta do is change my last name. Would be Golden Smith. Yeah, Jones. Uh, Just something, something not Hispanic. We got a lot of man, a lot of uh, foreign policy issues going on in the Fed right now. So we got this little problem with Iran right now. Yeah, I uh, may have heard of it. <laughs> It's a really. I gotta be honest. This is an interesting one, and it's interesting because it's like, what what's the real Trump angle? Which I feel like everyone can ask almost every day of his presidency on any topic. But you know, you got this. They're shooting down drones. They're firing missiles into tankers. Right. Mm-hmm. Obviously, they have the incentive to try and make it. They, they didn't. They try to do some convincing job that we were the ones who actually fired the missile into the tanker. <laughs> and it's interesting how Democrats on Washington Hill kind of. Echo that, right? That, oh, this is a big fake by Trump, and right. he's created this issue. God, man, this is this is so lame. I, I I can't stand it that they're just so opposed to Trump that they just can't see the nose on their face. Yes, you know it's. I, I just can't stand it anymore. We've had a problem with Iran for a very long time. We went through this exercise in the Reagan years. Uh, yeah, I mean, what am I missing here? It's just ridiculous. They did the same exact thing way back when. They just didn't have drones back then. That's the whole difference. They talk about, they joke about there being a Trump, a, a Trump derangement yeah. syndrome, right? Right. And it's like a joke, but you look at how these people even ignore dangerous foreign policy problems. Yes, and come up with some kind of. Trump manufactured the whole thing to go to war with Iran, but then he's not choosing to go to war. He's actually being more passive on it. He's actually been very passive in general about going to war. We're talking, let's let's go to Venezuela. They said, oh, he's just ramping up just to go to war. Right. And and he's going to kill everybody. And it's terrible. He he didn't. Uh, North Korea. Oh, he's just saying all those things. And he didn't. He didn't. Iran, he hasn't yet. I, no. I did we get out of Syria? I believe we just got out of Syria. I, no, I think yeah. And he did lob some missiles at Syria to get rid of their chemical weapons. This is the thing. I, I he's trying very hard not to go to war, but using our might to send a message. Which is still interesting. Why he keeps Bolton around then? Because if John Bolton, because if if Trump really, truly, and so far by action, it would suggest, yeah, he's not real interested in boots on the ground. Why does he have a guy like John Bolton still around him, you know, who, who would very much, at least history again, would suggest he is very much interested in showing military might right. in foreign countries. Well, and maybe so. that, that shows the true balls of Trump and that he can mm. have a guy like that around. He just wants that And input. not feel yeah. bullied into making that choice. Yeah, that's a good one. Right. That's true. But he gets he gets lambasted in the media for going to war or not going to war. Right. Well, it's not it, gonna matter. Yeah. It, it doesn't matter. It's either he's a warmonger or he won't go and defend us. I think even Ben Shapiro went out off the deep end and was talking about how Trump should go send a message. He kind of said yeah, yeah. Shapiro lately, I'm not well. But staying in the Middle East, you're Jared Kushner unveiled his peace plan for yeah. the Middle East. 
$50 billion. He's dangling the carrot in front of uh, many, many uh, Middle Eastern countries. And the idea being that we're going to build stuff for them, infrastructure, mm-hmm. things that they haven't done for themselves with all their wonderful dictatorial uh, regimes, mm-hmm. hoarding cash of their own instead of actually applying it to their own people. But that's neither here nor there. You go somewhere like the the uh, UAE or something like that, or Dubai, like the amount of money that is over there that isn't used to actually support the the communities and the, the nations is absurd. Right. I mean, you're talking about legit, like, uh, royalty and royal families that just have an absurd amount of wealth. Right. And none of that prosperity gets passed to any of the people. You know, I mean, not to say there should be a shared prosperity in a communist sense, but it's like none of that oil money and things actually get put back into the community. There's still people living in huts. And of like, yeah. you know, it's crazy. But then they get pissed off at the Western values. Right. It's because they don't want those ideals. So they right. do a lot of behind the scenes maneuvering to make sure that things don't go the way they don't want them to go. Mm-hmm. They're controlling. And it's a terrible thing that's happening. You have these huge palaces to themselves. I mean, believe me, Haiti is one of the poorest countries in the world, but you can find millionaires in Haiti. Right. But everybody else is poor, and it's just the way that they structure it because they only put the, the funds into a small, tiny amount of hands. The Clinton everything's, Foundation. Well, everything's <laughs> ran by those families. You're not allowed to be an entrepreneur in these countries. You, you're not allowed to be. It's only through the those regimes, the families right. of the... Of the that's how they they stay in power. There's no entrepreneurship. Totally. It does sound like he's a uh, Trump's going to levy even more economic sanctions. I think on Iran. At least that's what he's good. And, and this whole notion too, if he gave him, it's if nothing else. It's fascinating to watch his um, interaction on these sorts of issues. In that he gives them the benefit of the doubt. I mean, it's like this the simultaneous. Um, it probably was an accident, but don't do it again. Like, well, then it wasn't an accident. You know, he's trying to leave himself in this position, which I'm from a pure, like negotiating, pure, pivotable right. perspective makes sense. But it's just interesting relative to other past presidents. From a negotiating standpoint, you always want to give the other person a way out gracefully, which he kind of does right. with a statement like that, right? And so. Yeah, he gives them that, and they have the choice to be like, yeah, we effed up. You're right, we, we'll never do it again. Or they keep doing it, and then, hey, you gave them a chance to, to let themselves off, and they didn't take it. It's a, yeah, it's a good point. It's interesting. We'll see what happens in Israel, because this is where it's mainly uh, going, to Palestine, or whatever you want to call oh, it. Oh, absolutely. Gaza Strip, West Bank, $50 billion in different loans and subsidies and just straight up cash. So we'll see. Here's a big go. Here's money we want for you so that you don't have to live in squalor. And they'll probably take it so that they can kill people with it. Mm. No. no. <laughs> what else in the Fed? Anything else? Oh, geez. Uh, or, or are we going to the topics? Let's go to the topics. <laughs> Take it away, John. Okie dokie. The first one is more housing stuff, more housing issues. And this is a good one for why we continue to have supply problems here in this state, which perpetuates our housing issues. So the headline is, Union sues over approval of a 1,000-unit Silicon Valley housing project, arguing buildings' shiny windows will kill too many birds. (laughs) You can't make it up. This comes from, oh, man. This comes from Reason Magazine on, on uh, June 7th. At issue is Sunnyvale's approval of a 1,051-unit residential project sponsored by the Irvine Company. Now, this uh, part's critical. It's okay. going to become critical. 
The developer's proposing to tear down a collection of office buildings in an industrial area, and they're going to build mixed townhomes and apartments. That's not that crazy, right? Well, it's this uh, LIUANA Local 300, this lawsuit, this union lawsuit, claiming that it needs additional environmental review because it could cause irreparable harm to the future residents and to area wildlife, particularly birds, who allegedly will be killed by them flying into the building's reflective windows. So I first read this article, right? And maybe when you guys did or you hear this and the listeners hear this, you're thinking, this is really weird. Why would a union... I mean, this is a construction project, right? Why yeah. why, why are they... And, and the, the area is in desperate need of housing. What I, I, I found that in, in Sunnyvale, the median home price is $1.7 million. Yeah, it's a nice area. Yeah. So they could use some supply if they're actually looking to bring cost of housing down. So you're thinking, why, why is there a lawsuit here? Well, the LIUNA local Los Angeles is currently defending itself from a charge in a federal racketeering lawsuit. Essentially, these guys don't like the Irvine company because the Irvine company may not and is not guaranteeing to hire union, union. labor. Oh, dear. So, and what this all comes down to is the weaponization of CEQA, the California Environmental Quality Act. So they, this, this union now has found something that they don't like, the fact that they're not going to get hired by the Irvine company. So we're going to turn around and use the California environmental laws to hold this thing up. Oh, that's a shame. You know, I'm going to... Ducktail to this into yeah. a different story, and yeah. I, I posted it on the book not too long ago. Louis, you may have seen it. They want to build a wind farm in the city of Lompoc, which is near you, Louis. And it came across the open period of discussion, and anybody who had a problem with it could come and discuss what they have qualms about this thing. And it faced opposition, and you'll never guess who faces opposition to this. Who? The San Inez Band of Chumash Indians are against a wind farm in their area. Now, I get it. It's a big, big building. Make some noise. Which, which in their area, let's get straight, from the actual reservation, we're talking probably 25 miles. If that. But it's nowhere near. Now, they're... Opposition, when they claim, <laughs> is that it's built on their ancestral home in the area. So they're straight out saying, you can't build this where my family members, my history is buried. Tricky. You can't build it here. Oh, and then they threw in the whole bird strike stuff as well. Anything to torpedo this thing. So that would affect all the land from here. To Simi Valley, <laughs> like literally, I mean it, that, that's how far. In order to get that thing go. built, they have to chop down like three hundred trees or some odd oak trees in the area, which also brought a different group into the mix, who opposed cutting down all those trees. But I, I got to imagine that there's an underlying issue here that they wanted to build this thing, not them. The state is environmental policies run amok. There's another. There's two issues in that same area uh, as environmental things are concerned. Mm. So the for right now, there's a petition circling around Lompoc, Surf Beach, which is over by Vandenberg Air Force Base property. Okay. Uh, oh, you yeah. can't go on the beach for a giant chunk of the year because of the snowy plover. Oh, the, the same about with the dunes, right? That, right. That's the the animal they use, right? And so this 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 beach that's in close proximity to the town rarely gets used because of the birds mating season and everything else. You also have, I just found this one out the other day. So out of that same air force base Vandenberg, you have United space Alliance and SpaceX, a bunch of other people that operate out there launching Falcons and rockets and all sorts of cool stuff. Uh, Really trying to push the envelope on space travel by recovering, Mm -hmm. right? The Mm -hmm. rockets afterwards they cannot land them on land back at the base 
if there are elephant seals in the area that morning because the sonic <laughs> boom coming back in could affect the seals. So that's when they land on a barge out in the Pacific the and they can't actually just bring it back to the base. The sonic boom coming back in because the actual rocket launch itself wasn't scary enough for the elephants. Right. Unbelievable. So, so those are we're going to actually curb our uh our space advancement because of the elephant seal if it happens to be lounging down there. The other thing you've got this happened with, with, with like the Disney concert hall down in downtown LA. That whole thing was a giant mirror. It was all stainless. Oh yeah. And blinded everybody yeah. in the world. Yeah. And so they had to actually scuff it up and mat it down. But then when it comes to like heat stuff, I think we've talked about before, that giant solar the farm solar on the way out to Vegas, oh, yes. that giant array, which has actually been known for like killing birds all over the place because like laser beams. It uses a mirror yeah. to hyper focus <laughs> yeah. it to the panels and it blinds pilots. It kills birds. But that thing's still kicking around. Dude. So then when I hear a thing about the window trim or the windows are... That's exactly right. They're like, come on, man. Yeah, and here's another great example. Again, I I think of it as literally a weaponization of... And we could have our own discussion about the, the validity of the California Environmental Quality Act. But it's using and weaponizing that for things it was never intended. Another example, we've all flown out LAX, right? Yeah. A parking spot, they operate parking lots across the country. They used CEQA, the CEQA, CEQA, to sue Los Angeles International Airport because, oh, you know, they were going to modernize ground transportation and um, kind of connect the train. And, oh, magically, the parking spot where cars would no longer have as much demand to need to park if you could access the airport via rail, they uh, they decided to use CEQA uh, to kind of slow that whole process down. That's so odd. No, I know that the timing of that is just like pure coincidence. You know, we're supposed to build three and a half million new homes by 2025. Yeah, we're on that. And I'm sorry, how, how big was this apartment building supposed to be? A thousand units. Wow. That's a, we're, that's a pretty on, big no, I know, I know. Yeah. right? We're, we're on our way, man. But if you're if you're if you're canceling this kind of stuff because you're going to use laws that, as we all know, when CEQA gets involved, they're just environmental issues in the state. You're easily looking at delays of two, three years plus, oh, at, totally. at least, right? So when you start using this kind of stuff to take off and chip away at thousand, how in the world are we? We're never. It's absurd to think we're ever going to get to three and a half million. Every, everything gets tied up in litigation. Exactly. And that's assuming you're just defending some BS, right? right? If you actually have something that comes out that's like substantive. Correct. Like you could be tied up for 10 years <laughs> right. in it. But just because this union has the monies, I'm sure, to carry forward with this lawsuit goes down this road, bingo, bango. Two plus years, at least, right? Oh, easy. Before this stuff even totally. breaks ground. This reminds me of a um, a bill that was passed in Los Angeles County. It was called Triple H, H-H-H. Okay. Uh, a billion dollars to build affordable housing, 10,000 units. Stand, still ain't done. And they're probably going to run through all the funds already because... Are they also um, building a train? They're building a train oh from uh, where are they building it from? From all the way to San Diego to San Francisco, right? I'm just all the saying way through, right? they seem well versed in blowing money before anything's actually accomplished, right? Why? <laughs> we're, 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 we continuously spend money, and then we just kind of sit back and go, "Where did it go?" Oh, always. Well, we we talk about this. With, we're always talking about it when it comes to like to the Caltrans deal, right? Mm-hmm. We we dump money in. Mm-hmm. Every year it's going to go up. The gas tax is going to go up. And we don't see the amount of work and infrastructure going up. Right. At the same rate. Right. Ever. Ever. And you don't have this like, there's just zero return. And it takes for forever to get anything. And then you're already behind the eight ball. Yeah. Right. I think I heard Gavin Newsom the other last week. As an example of that, he was like half joking, which he should, but half proud that the DMV, as of this year, will accept credit cards. 
And you're like, wow, 2019. Oh, credit that, cards. That's welcome I, to the 70s, buddy. <laughs> one thing I'll give them is, I mean, they accept Visa, Mastercard, you know, logo debit cards. Okay. Right. Okay. If you have a straight up Visa card, it doesn't work. <laughs> okay. But like I've, now I've, you can get into debt with the DMV. Good job. <laughs> I've paid with my normal with my debit card okay. with the Visa okay. branding. Okay. So they do do that, but for a long time it was like checks or cash. What a joke. Let me kind of let me wrap this up with one final quote to kind of show how absurd this is, and I'll get to that at the end. While Seek was, so here's the quote. While Seek was original intent must remain intact, now is the time to end reckless abuses of this important law. Whoa. Abuses that are threatening California's economic vitality, costing jobs, and wasting valuable taxpayer, taxpayer dollars. Today, Seek is too often abused by those seeking to gain a competitive edge, to, learn, to leverage concessions from a project or by neighbors who simply don't want any new growth in their community, no matter how worthy or environmentally beneficial a project may be. Totally agree, right? I mean, I agree with that statement. Yeah. Then you come to find out that's signed by the former governors, Duke Majin, Republican, conservative, Pete Wilson, and Gray Davis. And it's like, man, if you got those guys coming together and signing off on a quote like that, this thing is outright absurd. That was a long time ago then. It was 2013. That's right. They, so they, so they came, they agreed with that statement back in 13? Oh, yeah. Because Duke Majin was years Ooh, ago. Yeah. Right. Oh, right, right. Duke Majin was governor in the 80s during right. uh, Reagan, then Pete Wilson after him, and then Gray Davis after him. It is true. You see the weaponization of these regulations, it's, especially in California. You can throw a, an environmental flag down on anything without question. I don't it, like what you're doing. Boom. You you must be crossing some. Right. And just the allegations or the accusations will hold it up in litigation for forever. And we see that every day beyond even this stuff, right? Just out oh, yeah. there in society. Totally. You just have to give an allegation. Next one. I'm actually going to do, um, we've got the little crossfire. Are you doing it now? I am doing it now because right. it's going to lead into the next, it's it's on point with the next topic. John, why don't yeah. you explain what it's, what it's all about? Sure. So Crossfire is a segment that we do now where we give a statement. I'm going to give a statement this time. And either Bobby or Louie, depending on who wins, Rochambeau. Oh, I'm so the winner. So it's going to be Louie. He's going to be able to agree or disagree with the statement and defend the position he takes. And then after he's done, it's going to be up to Bobby to take the counterpoint to convince me and all the listeners of which is the right point of view on this topic. So talk a lot on this show about Caltrans gas taxes that yeah. ultimately go towards our roads. So California gas taxes, Caltrans, they're all in the headlines these days. Some people, more on the libertarian end of the spectrum, argue that even the roads themselves should be totally privatized. Louis, do you agree or disagree that roads should be privatized given what we've talked about about Caltrans and the like on our show. Ooh. I'm going to say no. Okay. They shouldn't. I, although every privatized quasi privatized road I've been on like the 73 down through Orange County, San Diego, beautiful road. Um I just feel like it's too much infrastructure to be privatized. I think there's too much I just think it's too much for, for a company to have to deal with. You also then become, I think, subject to a lot more toll roads. We wouldn't be free and void of all the other infrastructure that we have to pay for. So we'd still have our gas tax. We'd still be putting money in. And we'd have to pay tolls everywhere we went. In California, I think we do well. with. We only have a couple tolls up north and a couple down south, and that's about it. Other than that, you just hop on the freeway and go. Um yeah, I just don't. I don't see. I don't see a great enough benefit to privatize that thing, especially in California. We have the largest highway system in the world here, and we were the first to do it. So nice. Okay. All right. So then the position is: I do believe that we should privatize these uh, roads. Okay. We just got through a segment explaining how we had abuse by union officials unions and unions and unions and guess what only unions build these roads but let's take a different angle with this not everybody uses the roads 
people are really trying to gravitate towards using bicycles, walking, living closer to their community, their job, their housing, trying to really squash us into these metro cities. Why should the people who don't use these roads be uh, taxed for them? I don't. If I don't use a plane, I don't have to pay a tax for it. It makes perfect sense to privatize these areas and make the people who use the services pay for them. That's all I have. Nice. It's good points. I mean, good points on both sides because it's one point you made, Louis, that I thought that, that's really good. It's true. Is Waving the magic wand of privatizing roads also makes the assumption that we would no longer be taxed for them. That's just not going to happen. It's like the same argument I think they make when they talk about a national sales tax instead of other forms of tax. Well, not until you repeal the amendment that allows for a personal income tax, right? Yeah, your gas tax gonna, isn't going to go That's just away. not going to happen. You know, and here's the other thing. These are the the secondary effects we talk about all the time. Yeah. I'm reminded of a story years ago where I think it was the Santiago fire down in Orange County or San Diego, whatever. Strike Team Avengers was traveling down there. They took the 73. Oh, yeah. And they didn't pay the toll. They, they lights uh, and sirens. They're hammering it. Yeah. And then the cities got fined and ticketed for not paying the toll. And they had to pay the ticket. Yeah. And they go, well, it's, it's a private road. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. And there was no leniency given. Like, they, they had to pay the toll. And, and they didn't pay it, so they had to pay the ticket. It was like $270 ticket for a strike team of five fire engines to go fight this massive wildfire in the South State. So I think you get into those debacles. Yeah, but, but this is where it's really a tough one for me, because then Bobby's point, I think, is, is really true, too, that why in the world am I paying for a project or something up in San Fran? And why are San Franciscans paying for all the junk that they're trying to do down here in L.A. that I use down in L.A.? But if I use it, I can make the argument that I should pay for it via toll. Any excuse you give me to not give money to San Francisco, that's, right. that's perfectly all right. I think you lost that argument right there when you said San Francisco. <laughs> I think I get the – there's the a communal it, yeah. aspect to it. We deal yeah. with this at work. We pay station dues that ah. help buy into our pantry items like peanut butter and coffee and stuff and you get people that are like i don't use any peanut butter why am i paying for you to eat peanut butter but you drink coffee right and i don't drink you know you get a lot of these uh tit for tat kind of like situations which makes it all the more difficult on an entire state level that's the size of california I get Massive. it. It's just, you know, it's one of those topics that gets thrown around. You see it on the internet, on forums, that kind of stuff about well, roads should be privatized. Like, I, it's, an, it's an interesting... Let's start with a little chunk. Yeah. Start privatizing a little chunk of them kind of and see if it works. Yeah. Okay, so that, that leads into a uh, road topic. And actually, uh, Bobby and his arguments kind of touched a little bit on where this is headed. The headline is Californians are now paying higher gas taxes. We knew that. Weird. Cities are responding by reducing lanes for cars. Which we said this was going to happen because the gas tax primarily went to light rail and bike lanes. You got it. So here's here here we go. This also comes from Reason Magazine. Light rail. June 7th. So at a 2017 Riverside rally, Governor Jerry Brown says, quote, roads are the fundamentals of a civilization. Whether it was the Roman Empire or the United States of America, roads are the key to nation's greatness. It's touching. It's Thank true. You. No, it's, Thank you, it's, Jerry. It's, 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 it gets you right here. An LA Times report, though, two years after state lawmakers boosted the gas tax with a promise to improve California streets, some cities have raised the ire of drivers by spending millions of the new dollars on road diet projects that reduce the number and size of lanes for motor vehicles. So let's go back to SB1, right? The the, the motor voter. Se- that's right. Mm-hmm. Senate Bill 1. 5.4 billion a year in additional infrastructure spending. The law's fine print though promised to add bike lanes and improve road improve road safety. 
and a big kind of just you can almost do anything. So with those that ugly phrase. green bike lanes. All oh, those things. Building wider protected bike bicycle routes and removing the number of traffic lanes in the process. The city of Sacramento's already used this strategy. So when in, in a real world example, when San Jose opened a light rail station a few years back, transportation officials reportedly considered closing a nearby highway lane to encourage people to take the rail. Idiots. So this stuff is like it's it's on the record. They are as time goes on, the true intent is being revealed. And that's right. This w- People think that when they're paying their gas tax, they think, well, I'm driving, I'm using the roads, and so my filling of gas is going to help better those roads. Look, uh, we, we talked about this back when SB1 was on the ballot. Yeah. And when you read the fine print, God, I got in a debate with this... Super smart individual. Super smart lib over this. (laughs) And I said, look, the fine print of this legislation, aside from them being able to increase it without any votes after this, is that it's primarily going to fund bike lanes and light rail. Yep. That's what it's there for. Yep. And all those things diminish vehicle lanes. Have to. (laughs) They have to. uh, uh, We're talking about like physics, like space. They have to. Yeah. Right? And when you read, a, oh God, what's his name from up north, one of the reps from up north, he's got legislation where he wants to ban vehicles like in 20 years from now. He wants to get rid of all oh, fossil of fuel burning yeah. vehicles. Scott, uh, is it Scott Weiner or, or Liu? Yeah, it's, it's Liu. It's, it's Liu. It's Liu. Liu. Oh, my God. So, that guy. like, the, the intent is there. It's known. They want to get rid of fossil fuel burning totally. vehicles. They pass legislation that gets rid of vehicle lanes and adds bike lanes. That's where your money's going. It's not going to fix the five. It's not going to fix the 405. It's going to add bike lanes. You know, a very interesting little story came up. We're spending a lot of money to repaint the lines for, you know, your, your driving lines. Okay. The white dash, the white dash lines. Uh, We're expanding them from four inches to six inches. Oh, critical. The reason why is because to make it easier for self driving cars to see them. Okay. So added bonus for self driving cars, not for anybody in a 1990s hoopty. So here's an interesting one. This kind of piggybacks on Crossfire. We're spending tax money to fix a private industry problem, make the car learn how to drive on. Four foot line hash marks, but the but the classic lib argument because you know that's a billion dollar plan. Right but the there. classic lib argument is, but it's but that's what the government's purpose is to be visionary to steer no pun intended <laughs> to steer society in the direction that you know just it's just better for all. Interesting that you said a billion dollar idea, and in fact we have spent a billion dollars over the past five years to encourage research, subsidize the exchange. Of the internal combustion vehicle oh, I feel it. No, I feel, I feel for it. zero emission ones. Senate Bill 1 includes, from the LA Times it says, includes $100 million in gas tax money annually for bicycle and pedestrian projects. A billion dollars. Uh, 100, 100 million. I'm oh, sorry, 100 million. But again, you know, you slice these things, that, that might only be $100 million for this thing, and then there's going to be another two. That's not, the, that's not the invoice. Here, listen to this that's, quote. Listen yeah. to this quote from... Matt Rocco, the spokesman for the California Department of Transportation. There's so much bureaucrat junk and then true intent in this one sentence. Road diets, like other operational improvements, can help improve the flow of traffic and improve safety for the motorists, bicyclists, and pedestrians. What is that even? It's just gibberish words on paper. But But they're in full support of doing this. You know, I always assume that these politicians actually drive on the same roads that we do. And they, use the same DMVs that we do? <laughs> they don't. <laughs> right. <laughs> but obviously, they are being carried piggyback style to wherever they go. Oh, totally. You know, maybe Ro- Roman style in the little carriages. They've carry. got a driver in an SUV, and they're in the back seat with full Wi-Fi. I mean, what, what do they care? Yeah. It's a whole different lifestyle they enjoy. Yeah. Uh, I'm just... Oh, Right. Scott 
Weiner, Weiner, whatever. Democrat. I prefer Weiner. He's Weiner. No, it is Weiner. It's Weiner. Scott, 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 the devil Weiner. Yes, please. The Dem. Continue from San Fran says, quote, if we're serious about encouraging more people to bike and walk, which we should be. Oh, really? I didn't know. Oh, I didn't know that was like the, the, the moral guidance of the government. If we're serious about encouraging more people to bike and walk, which we should be, we need to ensure that the streets they are using are safe. That, end quote, that is super scary because you're using phraseology in there. Streets are using, that the streets they are using are safe. Where's the bar for safe? Right? It's a very arbitrary term. You're going to get down to one lane for, for traffic because you need 10 foot wide bike lanes to be safe. Right. So, th- well, you can th- do anything. No, this goes point. into what their determination of safe is. If by safe you mean slowing traffic down to 12 miles an hour, then that's becoming a whole lot more safer. Well, yeah, and uh, I don't, I don't have it here in my notes, but I, but I came across an article too where they did that on. Um, there was another area in LA, and that basically doubled commute times on the surface road. Um, and they were interviewing, obviously, they were interviewing everybody. No single driver on the road that they interviewed was happy at all that this new green lane or whatever the bike lane was there. They were all just super ticked off. Yeah, with they're their ugly. Commute. There's a bunch of Santa Barbara now. There are. Like down in Goleta, right mm-hmm. by Costco and all that. You know, uh, this was going to be a crossfire question a couple weeks ago, but I found another one. Do you think we should make the speed limit faster? Absolutely. Would that help ease congestion? I was thinking about this the other day. The only reason why we're capped at 65 in California mm-hmm. on most roads is for an emissions reason. It's not for a safety reason, but it's from an old school line of thinking that if we kept it around 65... We weren't as uh, dirty. We weren't polluting as much. I just can't. But, but don't we talk about like uh, some of our cars? Like will show that you're actually getting better gas mileage when you go faster. That's what I'm saying. Right? Yeah. But we're still using archaic sure. thought and theory on the speed limit. And I'd argue there's not a whole lot of difference between, um, especially now that cars handle a lot better. Oh right, um, right. I mean my my car. I'm going 80, 85, and Yep, it's handles smooth fine. as glass. You right. know, well, it's very interesting because in the high speed rail area between Modesto and Bakersfield, mm. that freeway there 70 at is least. seventy at least. At least. Yeah. And you got it, you know. And I guarantee you, none of them are actually driving seven. They're probably yeah. pumping a little higher. Do you think if you got rid of the speed limit, yeah, you would have a negligible amount of safety issues? I think we'd have a problem with people going too slow. Right. Which is what the Autobahn's problems are really. Right. You you come across somebody who's just not going fast enough, and they won't get out of the way. And the Autobahn's the one that always gets brought up, right? Mm-hmm. But I, and I'll admit, I don't have the statistics. But I would it would be really interesting to look at those statistics to see, is there a significant difference in accidents slash deaths per year per mile driven or however you want to do it relative to the five, the 405? Yeah. I think if you... Increase the inner city speed limit by 15 miles an hour. Yeah. Bring it up to like 80 miles an hour. And then you kind of went balls to the wall between the grapevine yeah, and totally. Northern California. Mm-hmm. Totally. I think you would just speed up travel. I think you'd get rid of a need for these bullet trains. Like, is part of it it's just interesting. Interesting. creating an artificial need for the government to come up with the solution? Because I'll tell you right now, if I could do a 100, 110, from here up north, yep. You'd really consider driving yeah. versus. Do I want to hop in a plane? Do I want? What do I want to do? Totally, because you'd yeah. get there super quick. It's interesting. You know, you'd be picking up another thirty, forty miles an hour. But so I got a little. Um, okay, to to kind of um, wrap that one up, I got a little a little name them game for you oh. guys. More guessing more states here. Oh, I know we did that last time, but but this I, is this is a road. I never get these. This is a road. <laughs> <laughs> there are some obvious ones in here, and then there are some not so obvious ones in here. I think so. This is another road one. Per the 2017 annual highway report, these are the worst ten worst ten states 
on maintenance disbursements per state controlled mile. So that's the amount of roadway that's not fixed per mile? Funding. Maintenance disbursements. Funding. Per state controlled mile of of roads in that state. So not quality. It's a funding issue. Uh, Right. Which which one, I mean, granted, correlation causation, but one could then make the argument there are probably also states that have some of the... Well, have like, have I, I would say like, like New, New Jersey has a lot of toll roads, so they're probably not on the list. So you're guessing... Well, uh, how, many, how many are there? I, I just picked 10. Okay. But um, see if you can get... See if you can get Is California on there? For sure. <laughs> 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 and Louis goes with the low-hanging right. fruit. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm gonna go somewhere different. I'm gonna say Alabama. Not on there. Mm. They must Lu- have great roads. Louisiana. Uh, not on there. Mm. Yeah. Mm, Colorado. No, must, no must, these, yeah. Indiana for sure. How did? You, but you've been there, <laughs> you've right? Been there. Uh, <laughs> a lot. Bad roads. Uh, not, yeah. not fantastic. I'll tell you my theory yeah. when we're done. I don't want to give Bobby. A oh, oh, okay, edge. okay. Oh, my goodness, uh, I like it though. He's working a theory here. Uh, Michigan. Uh, not on here. Oh, Illinois. Shit. You would think, but that's not on here. Um, Montana? No. But don't forget, even uh, Montana may not have a ton of roads, so the per mile, yeah. you know, okay. it's yeah. not just sparse. New York. For sure. Okay. Yeah. Pennsylvania for some reason? Uh, no, Pennsylvania, Maryland, definitely. <laughs> so, Louis at four. Sorry, Bobby. Uh, just guess them all already. Yeah, if you want to keep trying to hammer him, Louis. Oh man, let's see what else. What else? South Carolina, oh, Massachusetts. Bobby mm. on the board with yeah. Massachusetts. No, South Carolina. Uh, Delaware. No, Delaware. No, Delaware. Texas? No, Texas. Mm. I'm going to say New Mexico. No. Mm. How about Hawaii? Well done, sir. Well done. Two. Four to two. Alaska. Yeah. No. I I didn't think Alaska would be. I was just trying to get out of the continent. (laughs) (laughs) We remember you guys up there. The rest of them are on your list. Yeah. The worst. New Jersey. Really? Yeah. I thought you I know. said New Jersey. No, but he said that's he, he was making an argument for it not being on there yeah. because it had a bunch of toll roads. Gotcha. But I guess the things that aren't toll are horrendously spent on. So so uh, maybe privatizing roads not a great idea. It's an interesting point. Although you although that would point. be your sole infrastructure thing. You yeah. are the road guy. Uh true. You know, your true. company or whatever. Interesting. I I, st- I wanted to go with crappy weather, crappy winter oh. places. Okay. Because of salt and all that, and just mm-hmm. not the ability to keep up with all that. So two of the last three will apply to your theory, but one won't. Rhode Island. Okay. That's one. I almost went there. New Hampshire. Mm-hmm. But Florida. Really? Yeah. It was, well, that, that one was interesting to me, too. Florida being on there. So. Yeah. That's why I primarily went with Indiana. Plus well, the I'd gators chew up the road. You know, <laughs> gators. It's uh, awesome. Next topic? Next. And final Final topic. So this this is going to dovetail into we did a pretty uh, pretty funny special segment a week or two back. That was the uh, Democratic convention here in California. Right? Big one. Yeah. So coming out of that, they gave us their top fourteen policy goals. Fourteen. Oh, that's right. All quite interesting policy goals for twenty twenty. Are you guys ready for these? Some Convert, of these converting genders. <laughs> nope. Okay. I don't see it. Well, I, 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 oh, no, well, yes, some things that might fly by that topic, but nothing that specific. Okay. I got a little blurb on each one, but then uh, I'd love to hear you guys' thoughts. Number number one, I don't think these are any particular order of like they think this is most important to least. Releasing just... all criminals? <laughs> getting ahead of me here, dude. No laws. <laughs> now we're talking. No laws. Incorporating Mexico into our own country. <laughs> okay. Here we go. Shocker. The first one. Prop 13 overhaul. Mm. Whoa. Mm. We've never talked about that. So proponents say the overhaul, which would only 
only, only affect large businesses and commercial property. Just those nasty one percenters. Could bring in about $11.4 billion in additional revenue. You know, I thought we were a little short. We needed no, a little guys, extra guys, you didn't let me finish. The critical part. $11.4 billion in additional revenue for school districts, yes. of cities, course. and counties. So it's totally justified. We absolutely need it. It's for the children. Wasn't the California lottery designed to fund schools? Ignore that. Yes, it was. You are focusing on facts. You know how much we get from that? A billion dollars. That's that's about it. Yeah. And most <laughs> of it's loans. And a lot of and a lot of poverty because people are spending money on lotto tickets. Right, I don't think it's that high anymore. It's a loser's yeah. game. So that that's the first out of fourteen. We've got the direct addressment of the U.S. citizenship question on the census. Uh, it, they pr- put forth a resolution that if the question is included, many immigrants will likely be deterred altogether from participating in the census for fear the government could arrest and deport them. Uh, I'm pretty sure Louis burned his citizenship card a long time oh, ago. Oh, did you? Mm-hmm. No. Oh. I'm a member of a sovereign state. Are you? No. The state of Louis. <laughs> okay. I'm a sovereign citizen. I'm still watching the state of Jefferson, guys. Yeah. Uh, very this, interesting l- this next one, number three. Hold on. What, what is the logic on the last one? Because I feel like if you can't <laughs> if you can't get past that question, the rest of their data is crap. Right. Right? Because if totally. you're like, okay, 60% of society lives in poverty. Okay. But then we find out 90% of that 60 <laughs> right. are immigrants or right. are illegal immigrants, right? And but, but Louis, what is, what that's a whole de- different stat. Define society. Right? <laughs> no, I, I understand. It, it's, it's, it's this abnormal construct that the man's trying to push on us. I get it. Proceed. Sorry. This next one actually was reminiscent of our ballot episode where we looked at the eight right and, and how much the Dem party right. has changed. Number three, reproductive rights. Finally, you'll have the rights you deserve, John. What does I, that even mean? I'm, right, exactly. Resolution that states, quote, California is a reproductive freedom state. Is this like for copyright? This I, infringement? <laughs> this is something we're going to put with our tourism board, according to Gavin Newsom. Can we get a, is there going to be like I a big counterfeit banner? Things? Like a big banner <laughs> in Sacramento, right? Right on the big, on the government building. Okay. It blasts efforts to overturn Roe v. Wade, the landmark 1973 Supreme Court ruling that legalized abortion. So, quote, California is a reproductive freedom state. <laughs> Such, what, what a load. Uh, I want to lose our clean tag on iTunes it's, and just, just let Why, my because mouth. you said load and then you get... <laughs> no, no, no. Oh, I, he was going to say I, something else. Yeah. Like, so. Okay, number four. Police use of force. No yeah. go zones. Get rid of the cops. Support state legislation to tighten the rules for when police officers can open fire on suspects. You have a split second decision. We're going to need you to flip through the Rolodex of, th- of 30,000 policies in your head. Go. Oh, too long. Damn, he looked at me wrong. <laughs> it states police should only be allowed to use deadly force when, quote, necessary. <laughs> As we've talked about before, what in the world does that even mean? Folks, you meet force with equal or greater force. That's all you have to remember. Those are, those are archaic ways of thinking there, Louis. Archaic. Okay, number five. Mental health coverage. This is this man. Yeah. Calls well, they need it, no, right? But 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 oh. I'm not I'm not I'm okay. This says though, calls on California insurer Kaiser Kaiser Permanente to boost the number of mental health clinics available to its plan members so patients have timely access to care. So legislation that makes a private entity You got it. Pick up pick up society. You got it. That's the beauty of this one. No, no, that's right. How would you like to have a company where somebody came out with legislation <laughs> exactly. you just aimed do. at your company? Uh, you are oh. slacking. We'll you get to that <laughs> soon enough. You're slacking. You need to do this by law from a bill we just passed. Wow. That, that's exactly what my thought Considering was. Considering Kaiser's that. already got a pretty I, robust mental health center. I mean, they have a whole hospital down in Chinatown in L.A., Kaiser Mental Health. There like you go. And, but no... Uh, so they deem it not good enough. That's fine. They're what the, the Dem Party is. If they want to think it's not fun, great. They, and let's not forget. I think in a state like ours, what we're talking about right here is the wish list and likely future bills that we're going to see, because the Democrats totally control the state, and this is the Dem Party in the state coming up with their policy goals. 
which to me means the things we'll see on the ballot in two to four years. I think what's more telling is that there's 14 policy goals. Oh, yeah. Not totally. three, no, not no. four. No, no, no. 14. We got 14. Next. Okay. Green New Deal. You knew it had to be in yes. there, mm-hmm. and it is. I love Green. How come they didn't just straight up just say the Communist Manifesto? Right. But this one, no, no, see, Bobby, this Here's one. Here's your hammel, hammer, here's your sickle. <laughs> and you need to wear this shade of red, mm-hmm. only this shade of red. It calls for a California Green New Deal. See, the other oh, one. Oh, it's different. Yeah, no, no, okay. right, right, dude. You're awesome. getting ahead of yourself here. The other one may not be good this enough. This one involves cannabis. Yeah. <laughs> so the Green New Deal, California Green New Deal. Ramps up efforts to reduce the state's greenhouse gas emissions 45% uh, by 2030 and drop emissions to net zero by 2050. Stop breathing now. No one breathe. Do not breathe. I hear you guys breathe. You might not want to breathe uh, at that time in California. You'll be breathing in a different state because you've moved. Mm. Number seven, University of California labor dispute. Calls on the UFC system to settle its long-running labor dispute with public employee unions in a way that is fair and addresses union complaints about outsourcing and other concerns. Outsourcing is the key part there. What are you you getting at? Well, we're complaining that they're not using enough union stuff, Ah, so they're complaining. There we go. Then you have to get rid of the union disputes. So... They're helping the unions. Ta-da. Fix the problem with the unions. There you go. That's the real issue. Fantastic. Number eight, one that is just so near and dear to our oh, hearts. Oh, I was just going to say that. It's, it's just, no. I mean, we talk about it on the show, and frankly, I, there's a lot of merit behind it. Rent control. Mm. You knew it was coming. Sounds great. Tell so me look, more. So we're going to give you a fair return. That's what they tell that's us. That's like you're right. That's like Kaiser Permanente. Yeah. This is what you will do and what you will get. Right. Oh, thank you. We'll give Master you a fair overlord. return on the investment. We'll give you seven percent. Supports legislation that makes quote limited changes to state law, such as allowing local governments to include single family homes and properties older than ten years in their rent control laws. So, so you're going to tell me yeah. what I can rent my home for? Absolutely. God. Absolutely. <laughs> But don't worry, because Prop 13 isn't going to affect you. We're only targeting commercial property. Well, see, so you'll be good to go still on your property taxes. But we are going to tell you what you have to rent. See, it, it, My in, God. In DOS Capital, <laughs> in DOS Capital, <laughs> the, the, idea, capital. the idea is that you're allowed to recoup the money that you invest, and then after that, it becomes property of the people. Plus, you know, you make a oh, profit. Of course. Yeah. So Just that's communal. why they say 10 years, because they arbitrarily say, oh, here's your opportunity to recoup your money, and then after that, rent control. Gotcha. Even though most people, because of the cost of everything, are renting out for the cost it takes to pay the note, Mm -hmm. like a single-family home, Mm -hmm. most people aren't making a bunch of money. They're keeping it for the tax ramifications of it. But if you have a $2,500 mortgage on that house, you're probably not getting thirty five hundred in rent from somebody. No. You're getting a couple hundred this in thing, utilities. This right? is going to be a disaster. So how do you make up a your twenty year note, thirty year note in the ten years the the old government gave you by cutting expenditures? Of Jeez. course, Lily. Oh. What's the next one? We're only at what ten, eleven. This is number nine. Jeez. This next one's just kind of a wishing, wishing well. Calls for the federal uh, federal cannabis ban. Calls for the federal government to immediately end its prohibition on it's marijuana. The only way I live in this state is by getting high. No, I know I can smell it right now, buddy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Number ten. A charter school moratorium. Death to yes. charter schools. We, we hate these things, so that they need to go away. Here we go. They're Calls. Gone. Calls for a statewide moratorium on new charter schools. The resolution states that the moratorium should remain in place until California conducts a study examining how charters have affected public school districts, including their financial health. Can it Newsflash, be a they've made them compete, and we don't like that. Can That's it be a billion-dollar study? It's funny because they're being out-competed. Right. And now we'll just get rid of them. Right. Oh, no, uh, oh competition. Instead of raising our bar. Yeah, goodbye. Go away. Well, the We're real done. problem is they're not unionized. That's the real issue. It goes back to the whole labor issue with the universities. Look, if you're going to get rid of charters, then bring in a voucher system. I couldn't agree more. But, but, but then and, they and, won't and, spend it on union. 
No, that's fine. But 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 <laughs> no, I, that is fine. But <laughs> but that's the argument. <laughs> I, I get I get your point. What I'm saying is that allow the people to vote with their dollars, and you'll see a true you know testament of how crappy the public school system is. If you're able to take your money and walk, that's it. Next one. This is a good one. Hospitals with religious ties. Mm. Oh, darn it. Oppose any affiliation between publicly funded universities or hospitals and any religious affiliated hospitals that openly discriminate against women and LGBTQ patients and require doctors to follow religious codes that conflict with the party's platform. So the Dems are saying officially. So you can't be a teaching hospital is what they're saying. I think that's right. Can you, you read the first part? The definition. They, they, they oppose any affiliation between publicly funded universities or hospitals and any religious affiliated hospitals that that quote openly discriminate against women and LGBTQ patients. So, if you at all have any sort of from a religious code in your hospital, in your any any, it's basically saying any hospital with, that's Catholic, right? Like Saint Joseph's, right. that's right. Yeah, or, that's right. Or, yeah. Right, but it's got to have a tie to the public university, so it'd be like a teaching type deal. Oh, I see. Uh, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. For residents right, right, right. or something. That's right. That's so right. it'd That's be right. like, because UCLA, UCSD, those are universities in the system that have hospitals and health centers, but they're not religious-based. Right. But if you were at UCLA and then you went to, you know, uh, St. John's. Right. But see, some of these are affiliated with, this. like St. John's is a UCLA hospital. Oh, yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, right, yeah, so... Yeah. You're going to get into those, those kind of things. It sounds like, yeah, they're but, against all that, mm, all all that. Mm. So there you go. Darn and it. I like how it really boils down to birth control. Of course, whether you're going to cover course. birth control, exactly. Policy number three: reproductive, reproductive rights. rights. Yeah. <laughs> okay, number twelve: Muslim immigration ban opposes President Trump's travel ban that targets Muslim majority countries. Are we still on this? Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> Number 13, har- <laughs> harassment in the party. Within the party. Within the party. Mm-hmm. Calls for all party staffers and delegates to receive sexual harassment and implicit bias training in the wake of allegations against past party chair Eric Bauman, who resigned last year amid complaints of harassment. You know, the real problem is that they just weren't educated about no, no. the situation. So it, it's, re- it's a re-education Camp. I mean, oh, yeah. effort. I'm Excuse sorry. me. Yeah, yeah. Silence that. Beep it. Strike that from the record, Louis. Jordan Peterson did this really good lecture maybe a year ago on implicit bias Ooh. and how dead wrong it is. And in fact, the implicit bias test that you go through, the the psychologists, the doctors that came up with it, have acknowledged it's flawed and doesn't really show anything. Mm. And and Peterson Peterson goes off the side and says. Who is the employer to like re-educate you? Interesting, you know. Yeah, um, and that's that's more of a deeper Dude, topic yeah. for a different day. But this whole implicit bias thing, uh, do your own research. Hop on the old Google machine. You're going to find out that there is no valid way to even test for implicit bias. The, the even the, the the doctors who created it have mm-hmm. even come out and said we didn't really mean for it to be used this way. Um, it's been debunked. Like it just doesn't work. But it's like off-label drug use, but off-label test use. Yeah, it, it's it's a bunk test. The last one. It's kind of anticlimactic. Number fourteen. Terranea Resort boycott calls for the party to boycott the Terranea Luxury Resort near Los Angeles. Female employees have accused the resort and parent companies of failing to protect them from sexual harassment and misconduct. You know, this one struck me out as weird because they're calling out a specific location right, right. for boycotting. And you could boycott anything. Sure. So I took a look, and it's not anticlimactic. It actually is oh, very interesting. That's why Bobbert is here. And that's why I'm here. And it's because the Terena Resort yes. has a partnership with a golf course nearby. The Trump Golf Course. The National course. Yes. Trump Golf Course. That's where the investigatory powers of, of Mr. Bobby come in handy. That is, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. It's a hot take you brought in. It was not anticlimactic. It Thank you. No, no, I stand corrected, and I'm glad I do. I'm glad I do. Yeah! Flex that shit. 
And on that note, on that note, that's all we got. That's the end of another episode. It's episode 52. Holy cow. We've done a year's worth of episodes already. I think more than that. I think we got some other We have a couple specials in there that aren't numbered in the episode schema. Good stuff. Yeah. Thank you for listening as always and putting up with us. Uh, We are the, I think, only conservative podcast in California. And you can find us on Apple iTunes, Google Play, and on our website, calistreaming.com, C-A-L-I streaming.com. You can check out all the show pages. You can see our sources and uh, tell a friend. We get popular because you tell your friends. Tell them to join the bandwagon because get, we're hop growing. On, hop on. Plenty we definitely have lots of room on this train, on this, this money train. And uh, Bobby... Every week, you leave a special message. And if people are new... It's touching. It's touching. They it's might touching. not know what the message is. Well, help us burn it all down.